This is Jack Donovan, author of The Way of Men, and you're listening to Start the World. Uh, my guest today is a gym owner, but more importantly, he is a free man who is uh, standing up to tyranny and making an example for small business owners all around the world. Ian Smith. Uh, Ian, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm very happy to be here and looking forward to the discussion. You've been on the news. I see you on CNN. I think you were on CNN, like wearing that shirt, which is awesome. Uh, probably going to get me in trouble, but they're, they're, it's it's uh, it's pretty awesome. But uh, start, I guess, by telling telling the story of where you are for people who don't know who you are yet. Sure. Um, so my business partner and I, Frank, in May of last year, after um, what was the longest fourteen days ever. Um, decided that we were going to reopen our uh, business and we were going to do so very publicly um, because we had very strong feelings about it. For us, um, we were doing it for a lot of reasons. Obviously, first and foremost, it was self-preservation. You know, this is something that Frank and I poured our life savings into. You know, we're not, uh, we're not slick business guys. We're, we're two guys who work 16-hour days um, and, and do everything from running the gym to fixing the gym and, and, you know, everything. So we did it a out of self-preservation. Um, but more, more importantly, we did it because the whole situation stunk. Um, and, and it stunk from, from day one for us. Um, you know, like most people, we, we complied with these original orders. Um, but as we sort of watched and paid attention, because we didn't go home, we, we just kept coming to work. Um, cause we had more things to do anyway. Um, and we were paying attention to the situation and, and very, very quickly, um, we smelled smoke and, um, we were right about it. Uh, um, politically this, this was just something that whether or not, uh, it was intentional, um, this was something that was hijacked politically. And I think that's, that's something most people, um, kind of agree on at this point, but we saw it very early on and, you know, Frank's, uh, Frank's a 52 year old guy with, with a family and, and five kids. And, you know, I'm uh, 34 years old looking to kind of, you know, start my adult life really. Um, and we were looking around at the world and, and watched um, very quickly. It just changed before everybody's eyes. Um, and we didn't like that change. We thought it was uh, very fundamentally against the, uh, the quote unquote American way of life. You know, so um, so we reopened and, and we did so uh, not out of disrespect uh, for any form of authority, but more so uh, to challenge them to to be better. We opened we opened with a very public plan that we put out. Um, and the hope was that people that claim to be public servants uh, and people who serve their community would come to us and we would be able to reach some sort of understanding because they were telling us just to sit and wait. Uh, and small businesses and the middle class of America everywhere was was suffering, um, and it's 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 enraging um, and infuriating when somebody who's worth millions of dollars, um, uh, King Governor Murphy here, who who travels by private helicopter, 
uh, telling people who uh, not necessarily live paycheck to paycheck, but don't don't quite have that sixty million dollar nest egg uh, to just be patient. You know, I'm sure through all of this, there wasn't a single night that his head hit the pillow and he was filled with any type of anxiety or worry uh, about what tomorrow brought. But I can uh, I can attest myself being one of them. But millions of people around the country going to bed with a with a pit in their stomach, not really knowing what to do. So we reopened because it was the right thing to do. Um, and, um, there were no, there was no turning back. Frank and I made a promise to ourselves um, that if we were going to do it, we were going to, it was going to be a full cent. You know, it, it wasn't going to be, um, it, we weren't going to quit. You know, we, we were right. We knew we were right. We knew it was going to be potentially uh, a rough road ahead. So we opened, um, and we did so caught the attention of Tucker Carlson uh, before we opened. So we sort of announced it to the country beforehand. Uh, and then we opened, we were told not to, um, you know, we kind of stuck our face in the finger of the governor and said, you know, watch us. Uh, and we did, we were met re with resistance from day one. Uh, we had a quick little moment there on day one. Uh, there was hundreds of people in the parking lot, supporters, uh, every national media um, outlet, you know, plus every local media outlet, even newspapers were coming around, um, and a gym full of people on that first day. And there was cops in the parking lot, and there was um, there they were there for to make sure that things didn't go bad, um, and you know as things can can obviously get. Uh, but sometime around eleven o'clock, they actually came up. And we had this cool moment. Um, where the captain of the Belmar uh, Police Department came up and, and the crowd was sort of uh, riled up and we quieted them down. He made this formal announcement. He said, you know, you're all formally in violation of, an exec uh, of a governor's orders. I uh, took this long dramatic pause and he said, on that note, have a nice day. And he walked away. Um, and the crowd sort of erupted and we, we had this little victory. Um, but 15 minutes later, Governor Murphy had the attorney general call the Camden County prosecutors, who then called Belmar Police Department and told them if they did not get in there and um, I think the word was intervene, uh, he was going to furlough the entire Belmar Police Department for 60 days and bring in the county sheriffs. Uh, so that kicked off the, the sequence of events that led us to uh, 80 criminal and municipal summons uh, being arrested camping out inside the gym for uh, 30 days with the doors taken off after they uh, locked them on us once um, and they were threatening to do so again. So we pulled the doors off of the hinges. Um, you know, we were sleeping in the closets and the tanning beds, running the gym 24 hours a day as a form of protest. Uh, like I said, we were arrested after that. We've gotten uh, a daily fine for several months now of $15,497.76 per day. Um, that's just this ongoing ticker that, that we get hit with every day. Uh, we've had our bank account seized. We've kind of been through the ringer. We have a health department shut down, a court order, um, threats of, of long-term imprisonment, uh, and we are still open every single day. Uh, we haven't charged our members since April 1st of last year when we originally shut down. We do this because, because we want to win and it's not about the money. Um, and we are supported by the donations of our members, uh, people around the country and even around the world. Uh, and we sell a hell of a lot of t-shirts to keep our lights on. Um, again, people locally and around the, around the country and around the world. And, um, and that's it. Now we're kind of in this long legal battle, uh, still getting fined every day, but, um, we're open and, and we don't close for anybody, no matter what.
Yeah, man. You know, one thing that surprised me, I was I was actually at the gym this morning, and this is what this is this is the weird comedy of America right now, is that the rules are different everywhere. And you know, I I lived in Oregon, which is you know on the West Coast, so communist. And uh, I, I was done. I, I was like after you know the first because they had the mask mandate start like in March. <laughs> it was like it was like it's everything. They went really hard right away. Yeah. And, uh, and and you know I think they're still shut. I don't think you can go to a restaurant there right now. Uh, you know you can get takeout or something. I mean uh, the last time I drove through, that's the way. It yeah. Went. Or or outdoor dining in the middle of winter. Uh, right. In an in, in an indoor you know sort of tent. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. as long so as it's out I, in the I, was done. I sold my house and I moved to a free state, you know, like, I'm that's, like, awesome. Yeah. that's and, awesome. And so, uh, I'm in Utah now. And, you know, I was at the gym this morning and there's a, you know, people wear a mask for five seconds when they walk in and then take it off and put it in their lockers. And then don't you wear it for again until they leave? Cause it's, everyone knows it's theater and it's like, okay, so the building doesn't get shut down. This is how we're going to do it. And no one cares. And, uh, I go to other gyms that don't, that have just been in defiance the whole time, but you were publicly in defiance, so they're going to make yes. an example of yes. you, and that's yes. the deal. That's that's but, that's the difference between you know we weren't the only ones to open, and we weren't no. the only ones to sort of resist. Uh, people did in a lot of ways. Some people, uh, you know, snuck people in the back door. Yeah, you know, and just kept going the whole time, like like nothing else happened. You know, for us, we chose to do so publicly, uh, and we knew we knew that as a result of doing that, we were going to you know, bear the brunt of, uh, of the boot coming down. Um, but there are plenty of other business and, and well, we did that because we wanted to show the world what these people do when they don't get their way. Yeah. Um, and how they're not actually there that nothing that they do is really in public interest. You know, we've asked over and over again, show us the science, like, yo, we'll shut down, yeah. like prove, prove to us, you know, that, that, um, that Walmart, is uh, much safer than than our facility, um, and and I mean, dude, if I'm a threat to the public, all right, I'll shut down. I'll find something else to do. Um, but we did it publicly because we knew that we could draw them out of sort of the uh, the, the 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 darkness of their of their political theater, where they put that smile on and slap the uh, the American pin on their lapel, and you know, and and smile for the cameras with very scripted sort of um, you know either interviews and stuff like that. And we wanted to see what these people were really made of. Right. Um, and, and that's why we chose to do it publicly. Um, we just honestly did not think it was going to last this long. <laughs> no, no one did, man. I mean, like no, no one thought they were going to do this for, I mean, it's a, it's going to be a year here. We are coming up on the year anniversary. And, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, and, and what's funny too, is, is like I, I was starting to say, while I was at the gym this morning, I was watching some of your Instagram TV videos like just to kind of get up to speed of like oh, yeah refresh because i never look at my phone with the with the volume on so i actually never heard your voice until this morning uh but uh i was watching you walk through your gym and all the actual health precautions that you installed is yeah. way more than anyone else is doing anywhere and we did that by design like yeah. so yeah. that that was some of one of the most enraging things as a small business owner in the beginning it was like all right you know we got to shut down okay and then it's like, well, wait, why is Walmart open? Like, all you got to do is slap a mask on and, and Lysol wipe the front of your cart and you're good to go in there and just do whatever you want. Like, yeah. and, and, you know, for maybe two weeks, they were like, oh, we're, we're operating at a capacity. They had lines out the door. They threw that out of the way right away. Yeah. So we were like, all right, so not only are we going to open, 
but we're going to go so far above and beyond that it just highlights the absolute absurdity of it. And, and we're going to continuously ask for the science and they're going to continuously not produce it. And we're just going to keep just making them look stupid. I mean, today we have a counter up at the gym, uh, 125,836 um, visits, I think that says, as of today. Um, no mask mandates here at the gym, you know, and sure, people have gotten sick, uh, but they usually catch it at work. They stay away from the gym. They have not been able to link a single case or a single outbreak back to the facility. And it's that number just gets higher and higher and higher, you know, every day um, yeah. and just makes this whole thing look more and more stupid. Yeah. Well, I mean, healthy people. I mean, you know, there's a obviously healthy people are going to have better immunity systems anyway, which is the comedy of this is like, obviously, the idea that they care about our health is, is a huge joke. Uh, they don't care about the health of the country at all. Uh, in fact, they kind of want us to be sicker. And, uh, you know, the more like one of the examples I saw was like, uh, uh, you know, the, the hand sanitizer. Like every soccer mom in like, like 2018 knew that that was bad. Like, like you can't, have, you can't sanitize everything. Your kids are going to be allergic to everything and sick. And I mean, my, my sister knew that every, every normal American mom knew that at that point. And, uh, that just and turned out. into a multi-billion dollar business this year. Yeah, yeah, year. yeah, yeah. Everybody's walking around doing it like compulsively, like 24 <laughs> seven smothering themselves with alcohol. Like, you know, it, it, it's like, let's create sick people. Uh, it is really what that's, yeah. It, it, it's perfectly, I mean, you said it perfectly. It's, you know, not only, and I, I would, I would uh, extend that, that statement. You said, you know, they don't care about our health and, and they don't care about us at all. No. That's, that's the thing I think I've learned the most, you know, and it, it's these people in a, in a best case scenario, these people are some of the most selfish individuals um, you know, sort of in the world, you know, the, these, these political leaders, politicians, um, and in a worst case scenario, you know, they're downright just evil individuals, you know, they, they don't care at all. And it's, it's always, it's always this big lie, you know, they care about your health. And then it's like, okay, well, let's, let's just look at the public policy that you're talking about and health policies, you know, and it's like, yeah. they shut everything down that was good for you. You know, people go to church, and I'm not really a church guy, but I know for a fact, that's good for people. Yeah. Um, you know, women go to hair salons and, 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 you know, get a blowout and this, and they feel better about themselves and they have their, you know, their girl talk and, and guys go to sports bars or jujitsu, uh, or whatever. And that's therapeutic for them. That's, that's physically and mentally healthy for them. Um, so we're going to shut all that stuff down. School, school's another thing. School yeah. is healthy for, for kids. Yeah. You know, maybe the public education may not be healthy, but the, the socializing yeah. um, with other children and, you know, learning how to not be, you know, social retards who can only communicate through electronic devices um, is good for them. Yeah. Let's shut all that down, um, you know, but let's make sure you can spend as much money as you need um, and panic by all of the weird, uh, you know, panic buy items like hand sanitizer, Lysol wipes and toilet paper. Um, but let's keep liquor stores open. Let's keep fast food open. Um, and then it, it, like put that on the table and make sense out of that. And, oh, yeah. you can't go to public parks either. No sunlight, you know, and it, it's like, they don't care. It's, it's, yeah. it's the most, it's the biggest pile of, of crap that I think I've ever seen in my life. And that's, that's the biggest lesson I learned is that they don't care. 
they don't care one bit. And, and if you rely on these people um, for any type of leadership, you're going to wind up weak. You're going to wind up um, dependent um, and you're just going to wind up soft, you know, at, at, and that's, and then it started to make me look at the broader sense of, of where we've been heading sort of at, as, as a culture. Um, and that's actually, it's funny. That's kind of where I, I picked up the way of men that was recommended uh, by Sean Whalen. I think I saw it. Um, and then that kind of tied my experiences with what I was going through, um, you know, personally here with, you know, Frank and I, uh, with this bigger picture that you painted. And it was just like, wow. Like, you know, and it's, it just, it, it shined a new light on, on the world that we live in. Yeah. It's, it's been super weird. I mean, I wrote that book in 2012 and that, and there are people with masks yeah. on the cover and it's <laughs> like, I feel like a weird prophet, uh, but like it's very right now. Uh, but yeah, I mean, all this stuff has just been ongoing. It's like, uh, I was talking to somebody yesterday on a different podcast, I think. And he said, yeah, there's a lot of guys who just weren't tuned in for a long time. And that's kind of how we've gotten this far. Yeah. Down the road. Uh, I mean, I, I came from a background where I'd actually heard all that. Art. I mean, I was in like art school in the nineties. You want to talk about deconstructing gender? They were doing that then. Like, like I'd heard all that shit, you know, like most reg regular dudes, like they're like, what? Huh? Yeah. yeah. You know? And so they just went by and, but all this proliferated through the school systems and all this stuff was happening. And uh, so it, it's been going on for a long time. And I, I I saw it coming a while ago and now I think now it's inescapable. Everyone is seeing what's happening. It's, yeah. You, you, unless you're, unless you're completely indoctrinated in it, yeah. um, then you have no choice but to look around and be like, cause it's it just gotten so bizarre yeah. um, that you, you can't not see it. You know, you may not be seeing the, the, the whole picture, but you're, you're starting to look at these institutions um and and these these big corporations and just the culture as a whole and and you're looking at, at it and it's just i mean it, it's funny because i i remember reading your book and i remember laughing and actually turning back to the front cover and be like when did he when did he write this <laughs> and then laughing and being like man like like this is this is funny because it, it's it's nailing what's happening yeah. um and that's that's the one thing you know uh, i've been asked a lot like people are like you know, how do we, how do we get out of this and, or, or, you know, or how did this happen? And I, and it's, people were busy living the American dream. You know, they were busy enjoying life and it's, it's that old kind of, uh, you know, good times create weak men or whatever, you know, however the saying goes. And it's, I mean, it's, it's funny because I hate cliches, um, but they're cliche for a reason because it's, it's true. Right. Um, you know, and it's, it's funny because you're, I, I've been starting to, to now look at it and, and like, how do you, how do you reverse this trend? How do you get out of this? And it's, it's about people starting to pay, just pay attention. And I guess be more, more meaningful with what they do. Um, and, and especially when it comes to, you know, to men, um, cause the first thing I noticed, you know, when I became this, uh, political activist that I stumbled into, um, was, the, the, the actual political action itself was dominated by women. Um, it was, and, and on both sides, on both yeah. sides, not, oh, yeah. not just, um, you know, not just the side that I didn't particularly like, but even, even the people that were supporting me, like the, the people who would drop everything mm -hmm. um, and come and sit out in our parking lot. You know, we had, we had protesters out in the parking lot for not just one day. It was, 
Um, you know, I think it was a whole week uh, and then it died down. And then there was a big flare up where Murphy did something. Uh, and we had another parking lot full of people. Um, and it was, it was always dominated by women. And that was something that I was like, why is it like this? Yeah. You know, why? And it, it, it just, it blew my mind. Cause I'm like, wait a second. Like that's not, this isn't their job. Yeah. I mean, they're good. Their skill sets that, that, that women are particularly good at which actually play in really well to this because they're good at networking and organizing and, and talk and, yes, and, and yes. getting the word out and stuff like that. So they're really good for certain kinds of things. And also they're less threatening uh, in a lot of ways. And I think that's, that's why, you know, when a message comes on and you're from your phone company, it's always a female voice or whatever, because it, it's less likely to make you mad. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, like everything has a female voice. It's Siri. It's not like Joe, you know, it's, 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 oh, it's that's interesting. People want to be talked to that. by their mommy. And so they're, they're like, oh, there's a soft voice to talk to me. I'm not going to get mad. Everything's not, okay. Yeah. Have a conflict. <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, I found, I found the same thing out uh, as well during this whole process of the past year. Uh, because, you know, I'm self-employed. I mean, I didn't have anywhere to be or do anything. I was supposed to be working on a book this year. That was stay at home. Well, that's what I was doing anyway. <laughs> you know, like that's, but, you know, I was pissed off because I just want to be, go to the gym and do things and whatever. And, uh, and so one of the first things I did, I was like, well, I've got to do something and I don't know what to do. And so I actually very quietly, cause I wasn't, I didn't want to bring the wrong kind of attention cause I can be controversial and whatever. Uh, but I sat down, I, I got in touch with the people who were running the recall campaign for the governor. And I went and sat down and helped them like take signatures, like down at the little stand beside the post office. And, uh, and I found that too, uh, that most of the people, the women were doing the heavy lifting. In, in all this, you know, there were a couple guys involved, whatever. But uh, for all the dudes who are mad, they aren't helping out politically in a lot of ways. They're, they're exactly. like I say, they're sitting at home polishing their guns and watching like TV and grumbling at each other. But like they aren't, they aren't becoming active in in a way that that you know. It's I, I, during this campaign. I mean, it was just really poorly organized, and I feel like they only needed to get three hundred signatures or something, three hundred thousand signatures in Oregon. It's not California. It's not that big. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and that's, that's a bullshit number. You know, like, are you telling me there aren't like 3,000, 300,000 chads who are mad that they can't go to the gym and get laid? Like, yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like how, why aren't you engaging those guys? Like how, how, how are, how are you not connecting them to get these guys to sign a piece of paper so that they can go to the gym and get laid? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. what, how can this not get done? It's just a complete failure because, well, obviously women don't know how to connect with those guys. And yeah, and there's also a big failure of, of men to, to get in that role and, and reach out in that way. And, and like you said, how did this happen? I, I think that men, we let the worst people run the world. Yeah. <laughs> we let the worst men and women run things and we just did our own American dream, like you said. And uh, well, that's what happens when you let the worst people run the world is what we have now. I mean, it's- Yeah, it just it, turns it, into this ugly system. Yeah, it's like, you wanna be help, hopeful about it and like you, like you said, how do we get out? Um, you know, do you be like, because a lot of guys go down this road where like, it's completely screwed, nothing will fix it, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, and that's tempting. And I, I, I was there maybe like five years ago. I wrote, a, I wrote an essay like, you shouldn't vote because it's all bullshit. You know, like years ago. And yeah. this year I voted really hard. Uh, you know, like it's, uh, you know, because if you can't fix it, what happens? Like like what can, can you see the end of that like that that's the thing it's like well if you don't get involved yeah. and try and do something 
where does that end up? You know, like it ends up where, I mean, the UK is completely locked down. And yeah, if they're on their like their fourth lockdown states and freedom to deal with that we have here, that we'd be there too. Yeah, no, exactly. And it's, it's, um, you know, it's funny because I've always been, um, like a, uh, I guess a third party voter, somebody who was like, the system is broken, just forget about it, like throw the whole thing out. Um, and, and, you know, there's been periods in the past where I haven't even voted or I just, I vote, you know, libertarian knowing that a libertarian candidate will never, you know, get enough steam. Um, you know, but the same thing like this year, like, you know, I, I, I got behind, you know, the, the people that I got behind and I was praying, you know, and, and really giving everything I had, like, like it was my fight because it, it is. And I think that's where, uh, we've kind of gone wrong is like, it's guys are just like, eh, you know, like, let it, like, they're, they're not, they're not getting involved. Um, because it's easier in the short term not to, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, you'd rather be doing something else or, you know, it's, it's inconvenient, um, or it's, you know, it might be, uh, uncomfortable to do so. <clears throat> um, you know, and it's easier just to say like, nah, like forget about it. But, you know, the long-term, uh, result of, of that short-term pleasure is something that I, I don't think anybody wants, um, you know, <laughs> heading to towards even remotely what the UK looks like right now. Yeah. Um, is something that regardless of who you are, you don't want that, you know, like what, what your, your virtues might be and what political ideologies you have and where you think taxpayer money should be spent. None of that matters in a system that looks like that. Um, <laughs> because everybody's getting screwed equally, yeah. you know? So it's, it, people need to start realizing, I think that it's like, you know, like you said, you're like, all right, I'm going to go down to help out. Like you don't have to run for office. Although I think there are, um, there's a lot of positions that need to get filled by people. And I, I think you're seeing that a lot of people starting to step up. Yeah. Um, but going back to, uh, to, to what, you know, what you kind of outlined in the way of men is like your first duty as a man is to protect, mm-hmm. you know, um, and not everybody has a family to protect, um, you know, um, or they have a small family, but even beyond that, you know, you're, you're, you're supposed to protect what's around you. And if, if you know that there are people kind of screwing everybody over, um, it's your job to step up. Like it is in, in some way, like you, you got to get in the game or else you don't have a right to bitch. Um, and there's a lot of people just kind of bitching and, and, and rightfully upset, but you know, that doesn't, that doesn't mean anything until you, you put some action behind it. Like I said, it doesn't have to be some revolutionary act. Um, but it's got to be more than, than kind of a, an angry tweet uh, or a repost on some, uh, some clickbait that you found on Facebook, you know, and it's, that's, that's our job. That's our job. We're, you know, the, the system is kind of under attack. Um, you know, the, the free world, whatever you want to call it, our American way of life as it was outlined, uh, you know, back in the past is, is rapidly kind of deteriorating. Um, you know, and if, if you if you if you like to wave your American flag and call yourself an American, uh, and and you know you got a pair, you need to to get in the game a little bit. And I think that's that's a big step forward once people start realizing that. Because once you realize that you have skin in the game, or you not even realize, once you once you admit that you have some skin in this game, because a lot of people act like they don't, because um, it's more convenient not to. Mm-hmm. Um, 
once once you you know realize that 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 this is everybody's kind of game here um i think a lot more men will start to step up you know and that that's why i've become real vocal about uh you know masculinity and modern masculinity that's what kind of drew me into it was looking around and saying where the, why 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 is it nine to one here you know with with women in the parking lot yeah yeah and it's it's great that they're doing that you know but the dudes need to do it too yes and, exactly and, you know and that's the that's the real one of the other things i've been thinking about is is uh you know, obviously there's the it's not my problem i think that got shattered this year because it went from me to like you know what i'm not a, an economist uh and and i the, a lot of the issues that used to be the hot button issues in politics like okay so me and so and so degree disagree on what we think an economic policy is whatever you know like i don't know you know now it's like you're voting to keep me locked in my home that's that is no longer cool We're, we can't be cool <laughs> you know like <laughs> yeah you know like you you're vo literally voting to enslave me now and I, I can't really get down with that like we can't be friends uh, you know, and that's in, why in I think that people case, want yeah. to heal the division. And there, there's no, you can, that, that's, that's a non-negotiable point. <laughs> like, no, you can't, you can't agree to disagree on that point. Like no, that's not, a, that, no, yeah. no. Cause it affects that's, me. If you want to stay in your home and be locked in your home, that's cool. We can do that. But, uh, you know, I, I would like to be able to leave my house, you know, and it, it's, it's a good way of putting it. It's a very good way of putting it. Yeah. Well, people need to see it as an existential threat because it absolutely fucking is. Yeah. <laughs> and it's. I think that's kind of, yeah, that, that's a pretty, that's a pretty good observation because somewhere along the line, it, political differences went from being like, well, whatever. Okay. We disagree. You know, you, you think X amount of dollars should be spent here. And I think X amount of dollars should be spent here. And in either case, we'll be okay. You know, yeah. it's not, the, it's not the, not the end of the world. If I win this four years and not the end of the world, if you win the next four years. Uh, but all of a sudden it, it has become that where it's like, you know, <laughs> Which is which is absurd when you think about it. Um, you know, we're no longer voting on on you know what dollars go where. We're literally voting on you know, are you allowed to live anything that looks like a normal life, um, or are you just are, are you just a, a house pet at that point? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you know, I was talking to people in the UK about what was going on, and you know, like most of them were like, it's bullshit. You know, but then you get a few guys like it's not that bad. We get to go out for an ex, uh, an hour a day, and I'm like, so do prisoners. So does my dog. You know, <laughs> like that's not, you know, like they get an hour in the yard. <laughs> you know, like that's not that's not freedom, dude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and so it is a big problem. And and I think another thing that dudes need to recognize, uh, and this is I think a really tough one for people, is the recognition that these people what like you said that they don't have your best interest at heart because it's really another easy thing to say is they mean well they're just wrong yeah and that's where a lot of people are i mean they're like they're doing the wrong thing so they think that they give them enough arguments they give enough like they're just doing it wrong like they've, they've made they've made an error they care about <laughs> those but they've made an error and uh once you recognize that that's not true and there is no conceivable way that that's true anymore I mean, six months ago, still could have been true. Now, yeah. now definitely not true. Uh, and once you recognize that true, that really puts the wrong responsibility on you because now there are evil men doing evil things and actually trying to yeah. hurt your family and the people that you care about and the people around you.
And yes, that's a whole 100%. different place to come to that recognition. So I think a lot of people were like, nah, nah, that's not really happening. You know, like, and just they're, they'd be like, they mean, well, they're just a different, they have different ideas, you know, like, and it's, yeah. uh, and, and, and that, no, it's, yeah. It, it's perfectly said. I, and I had the conversation yesterday. There's a, a guy who came in the store. He owns a small business. Uh, he's a member of the gym, uh, you know, and he's getting harassed by the health department over in Philadelphia. Um, and I've said this to hundreds of people, but I had this conversation yesterday and he was like, you know, they, they came in because our masks were down under our noses and they said, if they come back again, um, you know, they're going to shut us down for two days and his were fine. Like, what do I do when they come back? And I was like, don't fucking let them in. Like, don't let them in at all. Like, and I, and I said to him, I'm like, you have to, you have to come to terms with the uncomfortable reality that these people are not going to stop. They do not have your best intentions in mind. Um, like you said, it, it's no longer an error. You know, these people are picking on you um, and they are, they, are, they are putting the boot on your neck. It's not, oops, we made a bad call. I mean, I said, these people are, they're, they're not gonna stop. That's, that's the uncomfortable reality. They're not gonna stop by you saying, okay, okay. Cause every time you say, okay, there's another demand or there's something else that's kind of coming down the pipeline at you. And I was like, it sucks that you have to come to that reality um, and it's uncomfortable to deal with and kind of, it, 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 it's going to change the way you look at the world. Um, you know, very, very quickly, you're going to, you're going to realize that these people don't have your best intention um, and they're no longer somebody who's making a mistake, but they're, they're in fact an adversary, um, you know, and somebody that you should be very wary of um, and pay very close attention to, you know, because they are, they, they don't have your interests in mind. And that, that changes things dramatically. And, and he sat there and he was kind of, you can see it when you say something that, that, that somebody, he's, he knows it, you know, everybody, almost everybody knows it, at least who's on the front lines of this, who's feeling it, the small business owners, whatever. Um, and that's a very uncomfortable sort of thing to come to terms with. Um, but once you do, you're going to have the right perspective moving forward. And it's not about, uh, so much as like defeating an adversary as it is to sort of defending yourself against um, a, a major infringement upon your life. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I, as I was watching uh, some of your videos this morning, one of the things that stuck out is that you said uh, a bully doesn't go away because you said, okay. And yeah. what they wanted to. If you give them their lunch money, they're if you give them your lunch money, they're going to come back tomorrow. Like, yeah. it's, it's a yeah. guarantee. <laughs> yeah, and it's a great way to put it in a way that a lot of people I think can understand it. And that's that's exactly what's happening. You know, like if you just complying forever is not really the way it's going to that's, no, that's not how not you're going to get out. Yeah, not at all. That's that always cracks me up when they're like, you know, people are like, "Just wear the mask, bro." Like, just wear it. Yeah. Like, it'll be over soon. And I'm like, no, no, it doesn't. It doesn't work like that. You know, when yeah. you when you yeah. hand over that lunch money, that bully comes back. He knows he's coming back tomorrow for the same amount of money. And if you have less, he's open. He'll beat you up. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, and the, the unfortunate thing is that they really pit people against the wrong people. I think in yeah. this because I mean, I, I have a lot of empathy for some dude who's making $12 an hour who just needs to keep his freaking job. Cause I've been, yep. you know, I, mm -hmm. I've been that guy a lot for, you know, I've had like 35 jobs in my life. I've been done right where to Rite aid and all these places where you have to go into and they're just there and they don't believe it either. And they just have to say the thing because there's cameras and they're watching them, you know, and, yep. uh, and that's the deal. And they, they don't have, it's not their decision. 
And so, you know, I, I had a bad, a funny experience one day because I was in, in, in a Verizon and I know the deal and I know that they're being watched and whatever. And the two dudes, they were like hunting dudes. It was in a small town. They don't care about this at all. And we talked about that. They, but we're sitting there and they're getting me my phone and whatever. And some old guy comes in and he's like, and he, they tell him to wear a mask and, he, and he's like, he said, no, I'm not going to do it. And, he's, and, and they're like, you can't come in, dude. That's they're not allowed to let you in. And, uh, and he's like, you guys love your new amount of power. And I'm like, those guys don't have power. <laughs> they don't have any power. <laughs> like, I can't be a dick to those guys because they, they're just guys like me uh, that I was 10 years ago. And, uh, and, but people do need to stand up because the politicians are responsible. That is their job. And that's the, those are the people that I think people really need to go after. And obviously, like, you know, I said, I walked into a business the other day and they wanted you to sanitize your hands. That's not even a law. They just made that shit up. Like, like there are only a handful of people are doing it. It's like, I, you can go to Costco, you can go anywhere. No, but I walked into a thrift store and they're like, <laughs> oh, sir, can you hand sanitize your hand? I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> no. And, you know, and then, yeah, I sent him a nasty fucking email. I was like, cause that's, that is his fault. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, that manager just, did it. You know, so yeah, blame now the people you're, you're going above and beyond. You know, cause they, you know, dude, dude and chick making $12 an hour who just need to feed their family and whatever. Uh, it's not their fault, but it is, it is someone's fault. And, uh, you know, and that's, that's kind of the beauty of what they did though. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, the, the whole thing is, you know, and, and it's, it's funny because we tried very, very, uh, very, very much off the bat. Um, we wanted to make it known like, Hey, this is not against the police. You know, we're not, you know, cause we have a lot of cops, military, firefighters, first responders, government employees who, who work out here. Um, and it was, it was very difficult to not get frustrated with the police. Sure. Um, because they're doing, they're, they're harming you. Yeah. Um, and, and, but they don't want to be doing it. And, and it's like, you know, you hear people all the time like, Oh, you know, that's what the, the Nazi SS said, you know, they were just doing their job. And it's like, yeah, like I get that, but let's put you in that officer's position. You have a family to feed. You have 20 years in on the police force and a pension on the line. Now you, you enforce the mandate or you, you go ahead, throw your badge on the table and walk away. How many people are going to do it? And right. that's, they've got not only when it comes to like police, but it, it's, they've got people fighting against each other who, who really don't have that much to fight about. Right. Um, and they've got everybody all, all wrapped up in these petty arguments with each other. Um, you know, I was, I was listening to, uh, to a podcast, Andy Priscilla's podcast the other day, and he was kind of touching on the same thing. You know, he's like, they've got us all bickering amongst each other. And it's, it's like the, 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 the divide and conquer strategy. You know, we're yeah. sitting here arguing about masks in Verizon when we should be pointing our, our frustrations um, toward the people that are actually putting the policies in place. But they just, they're sort of guarded from it. They're, they're insulated from it all. You know, they're, they're yeah. up on their watchtowers, you know, just enacting policy. And, and they have these big corporations behind them. Yeah. You know, who are putting that, you know, Walmart CEO is making Walmart security guy, bust, you know, bust your chops about mask. You know, he's not doing it. He doesn't even, he doesn't even know how to get in contact with the guy who's making him do it. Yeah. You know, and neither, neither does the guy above him or the guy above him or the guy above him. So exactly. eventually you're going to run out of road getting frustrated with these people and you're just going to waste your time where, you know, the whole time they're just getting away with the things that they want to get away with. Yeah. It's just a really, you just have to direct yeah, direct the anger to the right place. The people responsible. I mean, I, 
like, you know, when I was mad and I was in Oregon, it's like, why are we not outside the governor's mansion? Why are people just being mad, like in a store, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like that's, you know, but the, and the people who do that are like losers and you, you watch it on TV and you're like, oh, well, there's like 40 people who like, I wouldn't want to be caught dead with, you know, like they're, or like, you know, they're, they're just kind of yeah. like, where are all the, the, the cool dudes who are like mad? Cause you know, who, the guys who I want to stand beside, you know, and that's been a real struggle is to get them out and, uh, and doing that. And it's, it's even hard, obviously they've made it. That's the other thing is that now then they make it hard to even organize anything. That's the new thing with uh, obviously social media and all that. Like, yeah. Where would you set up? Where would you create the thing to go do a protest? Facebook? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that. I mean, it's a, we'll put a stop to that, sir. You know, it's, well, yeah, that's it's, it's an it's an incredibly well thought out sort of uh, trap or or just yeah. the, the whole the whole thing is is very well thought out and there's 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 not a lot of moves as the everyday man um, the guy who just wants to be left alone and just wants to stand up for himself there's not a whole lot of moves for you to make um, you know it, it's it, it, it's when, when everybody can't meet at the bar or at the, you know, and, and you guys aren't allowed to, to socialize um, and you have to do it through their, their communication systems right. for the most part, obviously there's ways around it, but yeah. you know, you have trouble, you have trouble getting everybody on board. Uh, whereas in person, you know, you can convey messages much clearer, much more authentically uh, with much more conviction. Um, you know, you're, you're sending out Facebook invites that are being monitored and shut down and, uh, and yeah. infiltrated by people who are not sympathetic to the cause. And, and right. it's just, it, it's, it's, it's crazy because it's like, wow, like there's, there's a lot of, a lot of power at play here. Um, and it's a big, it's a big structure that you're trying to sort of, uh, maneuver around or through whatever. Um, and it's, it, it's, it's fascinating watching it evolve, you know, when they're, when they're, shutting down uh free speech of a sitting president uh it, it makes you kind of think like whoa like this is you know and and they they do so without any fear of repercussion like it, it's just right. it's incredible it, it's yeah. i i'm in awe I'm, I'm still in awe of it you know of, of everything that has transpired through the past you know 365 days yeah well and it's power that didn't exist 10 years ago I mean, it, yeah. it, it like literally like, you know, like Twitter, <laughs> like, yeah. like you dial back to like 2005 and that's <laughs> not even real, you know, like that's, that doesn't rule the world. And now it's like politicians, you have people in Iran yelling at people, you know, like all kinds of things going on. And uh, yeah, that's, that's all very new. And uh, it's like they, the stock price went up high enough that they have like all the power in the world all of a sudden. And then, you know, it's, it'd be good to see that market diversified to some extent, but I don't know. People working on it. And that's, I was saying the other day in a, in a different podcast that uh, uh, we need some barons to, to sweep in. We need some dudes with some money uh, to, to yeah. sweep in and be like, hey, all right, we're going to do some stuff over here now and create some different platforms and create some different things. And and, and obviously they've, there's been effort to do that that have also been crushed, parlay. Uh, but, uh, you know, they're, it's going to take more than once, you know, like there, yeah. you know, someone's going to have to do it, but I do think that is possible and we can find other ways to do things. And something I actually want to say, uh, I think I'm going to write about for my next newsletter is, is uh, 
you know, and if we do create that, are we going to create the same bullshit that they created for us that was supposed to program us and be garbage, or are we going to do it different? And that's that's an yeah, interesting. If so, if, if so, how? What does that exactly. even look like? Yeah, you know, because I I don't think that these that these things these these sort of technological entities started out with the intent of being control mechanisms. No. I mean, maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe it was some, some deep state CIA project, but I don't, I don't tend to go down that road. Right. right. Um, but you put people in charge of them. Um, and, and, you know, not everybody's got good intentions, you know, yeah. and it's, it, it's, it's more. almost, I mean, it gets, yeah, it okay. gets more, I mean, like they evolve. I mean, like I, I was saying to someone the other day, like, uh, yeah, like Mark Zuckerberg, right? Okay. Imagine that, you know, he's just a nerd who started a little program in college, whatever. And then it got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And uh, I'm sure he was an okay guy to begin with, maybe. And uh, now it's like, he has all the power in the world. And his life is spent cataloging the minutiae of people's retarded existences. You know, <laughs> like, I mean, did he just go like full Thanos and like, and, and, and like, these people need to be destroyed. Like, they can't run. Yeah, he's, I mean, he just he just looked at it for so long that he decided he needed yeah. to intervene in the stupidity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This must be stopped. This must. <laughs> and obviously, Bill Gates, same situation. Like they they've all been in people's minutia of people's lives for so long, and most people, you know, put pretty stupid stuff to Facebook. So it's like. Like I, I imagine you'd get kind of blackpilled on humanity after you've read all of their messages. That might be it. You know who knows that. That yeah. might be it. <laughs> you know, we need but to increase the population quickly. You know, it's it's very interesting. You know, you said you talked about you know we need to go over there and do something else. Yeah, and I think I think that's something that that needs to uh, to happen. And I think I think that. That, that men need to lead the way on that um, where they're breaking out of this, this forced kind of uniformity that we're, we're being sort of pushed into. Um, you know, it's, it's okay to be different. It's okay to be uh, exclusive. It's okay to not everybody be on the exact same page in lockstep. And I think not only is it okay, I think, it, I think it's important um, to kind of preserve everybody's freedom. Um, because when everything gets kind of mushed into, into one, um, you're going to lose a lot in the process um, in, in order to get that, that amorphous blob um, of just you know, singularity. Um, yeah. And I think, I think it's important that we start stepping out of that and people start unplugging from some of these things. Um, and 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 moving on to uh, projects and, and and ways to spend their time and, and ways to communicate and, and all these other ways or all these other things, um, even though they may not be as useful right away and as popular right away and as easy to use or whatever, um, because that's how you that's how you break this up a little bit. Yeah, you know you. Yeah, you have to invest in something else. I mean, I've been trying to do it every once in a while. Like Parlay came around, and I was like, all right. I'll, I'll jump on there and start posting because maybe this will be the one, you know, like maybe this will be the one, you know, like, and you just have to keep doing it and you get jaded because you see them go down and it's not like that was the first one, you know, like every, there's a new social network or something every few years or whatever. I mean, I, I reopened my Vero account the other day, you know, like there's all kinds of uh, stuff out there, but you have to keep trying because the, that's the only, otherwise you're just like, 
yes, they rule us now forever and there's nothing we can do about it. You know, like that's, yeah. <laughs> you have to actually, you have to keep doing stuff, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah. an interesting thing. But. It's, and it's funny because, you know, I've been trying to try to, as much as I, I can, you know, do these things um, because I, I do, I do want to be somebody who practices what they preach uh, and doesn't just say shit because it sounds good. Right. Um, you know, and my life uh, up until recently was highly dependent on Amazon um, or highly um, uh, made much easier by Amazon. Yeah. You know, I, I pretty much everything I need minus fresh food is delivered to my house. Yeah. Um, I work a lot, you know, and it's cheaper, more efficient, whatever. Uh, and I'm sitting here watching what this company is doing. And I'm like, I, I, I can't do this anymore in good conscience. And it's, it's going to be a pain in the ass to, to, to start looking elsewhere, um, you know, for things, but it's like, I, you have to do it. You know, you, you have to, you have to, you have to get a little bit uncomfortable uh, or you're going to be very uncomfortable, you know, and, and, and that's just one small facet, you know, but how you spend your money is important. You know, if, if somebody who is pitted against you is being funded by you, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know, books. I know. I mean, obviously that, that's, you know, like, obviously that's my living comes from that. Yeah, exactly. And so, I mean, I, I think about that obviously too, because I'm not a huge fan of obviously what they're doing. Um, you know, but you're going to have to find, start looking for alternative routes, you know, for yeah. certain things, you know, you can't just, Oh, I'm not going to, all the biggest companies in the world are going to stop using them tomorrow because yeah, it's, it's not realistic. It's not practical. But, uh, you know, if you can find whatever way out or whatever contingency plans, I know a lot of people, we, we were talking about it, you know, like, uh, you know, you said you're starting, you know, moving to a website uh, and, you know, I, I've moved people to subscription, like email, you know, cause you just don't know when this is going to end, you know, like yeah. whatever, who knows? So I, I can get canceled when I post your thing. Uh, <laughs> we post this video. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, that could be the end for me. Uh, but uh, you, you, who knows? And, uh, and so you have to start making plans for that to happen and assuming that it will. But there's a lot of good things that can come on the other side of that because you were trapped in yes. their system of their feeding their algorithm and you learn it as you're going along. And like, you know, I know what kind of pictures I'm going to post to get the most likes because this is what I need to do. And now it's like, wow, I don't even have to go do a photo shoot this week because I need, you know, like that's not necessary. I, I can just write, which is actually what I really technically get paid for. And uh, so... Yeah, and it my interaction with my readers has been so much better uh, because yeah. they'll send me like emails, and it's not just like likes and half-assed comments that they wrote when they're in the fucking yeah, a couple market. couple flame emojis or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the dudes who actually want to say something are actually saying something intelligent or telling me a story or that relates to something I said, or you know, and it's it's a lot uh, more meaningful interaction. Yeah, absolutely. So the, the email thing has been great for me right now, even though it's like it feels like old school. You know, I, I put it on a different server and, you know, I don't get it through Gmail because I was like, well, I can't be through Gmail because that's another problem. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, yeah, you can't you can't solve every problem. But yeah, yeah, I mean, you do you do have to you have to start thinking like that. And what what's what's cool about that? Like you said, it, things things get a little more authentic, mm -hmm. um, actually a, a lot more authentic. Um, and, and I think you get a lot more authentic in the process. I mean, you, you said you know, you, you learn the algorithms and stuff. And then like you're, so you're, you start, whether you realize it or not, posting your content based upon what, uh, what something or someone else is telling you is 
what is like the best version of you or, 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 or whatever, you know, whatever it is. And it's like, I, I kind of experienced that because, you know, I went from, I think, I, I don't know, I think I had like 20,000 followers on my Instagram. I, I was a strictly kind of fitness personal page um, to, to skyrocketing to, you know, like a quarter of a million people. And I found myself along the way, like feeling the need to say something like when nothing, when I didn't have anything to say Oh yeah. and like, and reaching, uh, you know, because I needed, I, I felt like I needed to do it to sort of please the, like the Instagram algorithm to make sure that I was, I was, I was okay with them. You know, I was, I was doing my job as a, as a, as an influencer. You yeah, know, and, and I realized it the one day because I I don't even remember what the hell it was, but I remember like I, I made a video and I was like talking and I listened to it and I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, what are you like? This this is the biggest crock of crap you've ever said. Like, yeah, you know, it's like, and it was just it, it was literally me like trying to 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 get some likes, you know, to make sure I had some interaction for the day and my follower count went up. And I just remember thinking like, this isn't what I this isn't who I am. This isn't why I started this. Like. Right. You know, there's no, there's no news about the gym. Everything's fine. Yeah. Uh, if I, if I search long enough uh, on the political, you know, sphere of, of Instagram and, and, you know, you know, the, the politics blogs, I'll find something to be outraged about, but I'm not outraged. I'm, I'm, I'm having a good day. Why am I making a video right. talking about a problem that I don't care about in this moment? Yeah. And yeah. It, unless just, you want that job. I mean, cause that's a job being a pundit is a job, right? Yes. And that's, that's not my guys, job. I mean, you can't really trust anything they say because they don't, they're not really mad. They just have to be right. They're just paid to be mad. <laughs> and, and so like, they have to get mad every day. Uh, I don't want that job. I definitely it actually sounds like a, it sounds like a miserable. Existence. Yeah. It's terrible, but uh, you have to be outraged. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I could probably boom my follower counts up if I just bitched about stuff every single day, but like, yeah, you know, I don't. Yeah, I go to the gym every day. People need to see that. I don't need that. Like, I'm not yeah. a trainer. People need to know. And and so yeah, it just it became very pared down. I'd like post once a week, if anything. Now, um, yeah, and that's fine. You know, but um, but yeah, if you want to ride that because it's a business, and if you want to ride that algorithm, then you find out what works and what you need to do and how you keep, need to keep people plugged in. But yeah, that like we were saying that if you were going to redo something and make the world different would that be there and the answer is no. probably no we like authenticity yeah exactly you know? exactly and, and so that's good so speaking of that and i guess we should probably wrap up pretty soon but uh um what you have a bunch of new projects that you're working on in that vein like moving into a new direction so what are you doing right now so um I am going to be sort of shifting my i guess you could call it my content my communication with with the world um, to just a website. And it's just gonna be a personal website. Uh, iansmith.com is taken, so I'll have to figure out another name. Um, but uh, it, I've just, I, I don't wanna fall victim, A, to censorship. I've, ar I've already kind of dealt with that. Um, you know, me getting a little carried away with how noisy I was getting uh, about the, uh, the misdeeds of politicians has, got me a uh you know a pretty good shadow ban on instagram and i've been re reported for violations um and i don't want to be banished to the realm of nothingness and lose communication with people um but at the same time i don't want to feed into that algorithm that that we were talking about i don't i don't i don't want to lose my my message and and my sort of uh path i don't want that to be influenced by any anything other than than people and things that i choose um 
so I'm going to be moving sort of uh, off um, into my own controllable platform, um, and I'm going to be hosting a podcast. Um, the idea of it is um, figuring out modern masculinity, um, figuring out what uh, what being a good man in today's world means, um, navigating issues, um, you know, personal issues, interpersonal issues family issues, uh, bigger ones like cultural and societal issues, uh, but through the lens of, of what we as men can do. Um, because I think, I think that a lot of the issues that we, we are facing um, can, be, can be solved pretty easily if we sit down and we have some good discussions. So I'm gonna be doing two types of episodes. I'm gonna be doing shorter ones where I have sort of a message of the week or whatever it is. Uh, and then bringing on uh, men that I respect, um, whose opinions I respect, and who I think we can have some good, hearty conversations. We'll pick a kind of topic of the day. Um, people that I agree with, people that I don't agree with, um, but people that can have good, interesting conversations and not just talk about problems, but talk about solutions. Um, and, and through the eyes of men, because I am a man and I, I don't, um, I don't have a lot of interest in, in putting it in any perspective other than, than one that I can fully understand. Um, and I think, uh, I think today that's important. I think that we have a, a lack of communication among men. Um, and that's kind of what I hope. It's not, not necessarily a leadership thing, but I think, I think men have kind of isolated um, whether they, they meant to or not. Um, you know, we have our small circle um, but I think the majority of a lot of men have a small circle, but they're not, they're not having discussions um, that are making themselves and each other better. Um, I think it's, it's more shallow these days with all the distractions, you know, um, like for example, a lot of guys, you know, they're, I'm an example of it. You know, a couple of years ago, I had a, a great group of friends and I still do. They're still, you know, friends to this day. Um, and we spent a hell of a lot of time together and we had a great time together. But during that time, I wasn't really learning anything because what we were doing, we were going out to bars uh, where we were just kind of chasing girls around. We were partying, uh, more pleasure seeking uh, than, than having conversations that were meaningful um, and doing things that were meaningful, physical tasks, stuff like that. Um, and I, I want to encourage that because I've gotten into that over the past couple of years and made me a much better person, made me a much better man. And I know that I personally have a long way to go. Um, and I think that when we start building up men uh, and start pushing discussions out there and getting people uh, to talk and to, to think about things in a different perspective, we'll realize that we're all kind of in this together um, and that we can, we can change things for the better. Um, but I think it starts with discussion. So that's going to be the aim of the podcast. Um, and until then, you know, uh, and during then I'm, I'm here fighting the good fight. Uh, Frank and I have a very long road ahead of us. You know, the, uh, the court system is, uh, very sluggish when it's, uh, when it's the government you're going after. Uh, they're very quick when they want to get a lawsuit going with you. We've been in court the same day on, on some occasions, but, we're, uh, we're here and, and, you know, our mission remains unchanged. We're going to take this to the highest court possible. And we're going to hope uh, that the system does not fail us and that uh, we win the battle. Um, we're pretty confident about it or we wouldn't be doing it. That's it. You know, it's, it's just, it's a grind from here on out. You know, we, I think we proved our point. Um, the next move is, is on the courts. Well, dude, uh, 
I mean, thank you for doing what you're doing. I think it's it's a good it's a good thing. And you know, you. you wish more people were doing it, but someone has to start it. And you're one of the guys who started it, so I think you have that feather to put in your cap. Uh, and that's uh, that's a pretty cool thing. And uh, and you know, there that's one of the messages that I have right now is that a lot of guys uh, they're afraid to like say that anyone is doing something good because they you know, there's a really insecurity thing that dudes have. They're like, you know, like, oh, well, fuck him. Da, 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 da. You know, like, and, uh, and it's really bad. You know, like dudes used to make yeah. statues of each other. Like this guy was amazing. <laughs> he did a good thing. <laughs> you know, you know, <laughs> and, uh, you know, we need to be able to do more of that. So, you know, I, I think what you're doing is great. And I think it's really important. And that's why I wanted to have you on and, uh, you know, help people see that something that there's, there's another way. There's more that you can do. And so, you know, I wish you, all the best of luck with your legal battles. I, you know, I hope you come out on top or it leads to something where you do, you know, you know, just if I, if I have to pay the fines, I'm just going to shave my beard and maybe I'll move to Utah and nobody, nobody will, nobody will know. Anything. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> well, you know, if you have to pay him, you have to pay him. And then maybe the next thing happens, you know, like whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you just, then, then, that's when you run for Congress or whatever. I don't know. But uh, you know, who knows? But anyway, man, thank you for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you very much.